leading your school or library's strategic plan for the first time, and learning to ride a bike are remarkably similar experiences. There's a lot of apprehension, a fair bit of wobbling, and a few crashes. The good news is that, as a former individual contributor, and probably a current individual contributor to higher levels of the organization, a kind leader like you actually has the empathy needed to know what you need to do or not do in order to guide your team in creating a strategic plan that's exciting, ambitious, and doable. It's just that, much like learning to ride a bike, it's easy to forget what you need to do in the heat of the moment. Or at least it was for me. Welcome to the Kind Leadership Challenge, where I present short, actionable challenges that empower educational leaders like you to build a better world without burning out. I'm Dr. Sarah Clark, founder of the Kind Leadership Guild, where I use my PhD in higher ed leadership and nearly two decades of experience in academic libraries to advise a growing community of leaders who are ready to transform their school or library's fear, confusion, and drama into confidence, clarity, and trust. Kind leadership's pretty simple, but it's rarely easy. So if you're up for a challenge, stick around to learn how to create a legacy that will strengthen your community long after you're gone. I was about eight years old in suburban Oklahoma in the 1980s. Think Stranger Things, but with fewer monsters and more tornado warnings. And the training wheels were off my bike for good. However, being the klutz that I was at the time, I was still a bit shaky on the bike. I'd start with speed and confidence, but then I'd get nervous as things began to move faster. I'd look down anxiously to make sure I wasn't about to ride over a pebble or something, and then I would steer right into the back of the neighbor's pickup truck. But this Saturday was different. Mom and I were going to take a practice ride to the far side of the neighborhood, I was going to keep my eyes forward all the way. We got to the end of our street, to the next block, and even past my school. And I was doing it. It was one of the first times I actually enjoyed riding my bike. After 10 minutes or so, we'd uh, gotten to the next main road, and so we turned around to head back home. A few moments later, I... I think I probably hit a patch of, I don't know, slightly loose asphalt, and I wobbled a tiny bit. Instinctively, I clenched up and looked down to make sure I wasn't going to fall. I didn't even see the pothole ten feet in front of me until I was sailing over the handlebars towards a face-first landing. I ended up with a black eye, bent glasses, my first stitches that I was old enough to remember, and the lesson I probably really needed in keeping my eyes forward. Yes, even when every instinct was screaming at me to look down so I wouldn't crash. Leading your team through a strategic planning process is like riding a bike. Keep those eyes forward. Because what's your goal? Is it to emerge with a plan that encapsulates the precise, magical vision in your head? Or is it to emerge with a plan that is doable and embraced by your team? If it's the latter, keep those eyes forward 
so you can see the signals your team is giving you. After all, what makes you committed to an initiative that's been decided by the administrators or board members above you? You know what makes you committed. Don't clench those handlebars. Keep your eyes forward. You care about all of those plans and initiatives to the exact degree that you had a say in them, or at least that you understand the rationale behind them. And if you were able to take part in the development of those plans, or even help lead the planning process, so much the better. So now that you're in charge, return the favor that other leaders gave you, relax, and let go a little. You'll crash if you don't into a pit of micromanagement and burnout. Eyes forward. That's your job. Let your team and your own leaders see what you see in your organization. The good stuff and the bad, the possibilities and potholes. Once they trust you to share what you know, they'll open up with their perspective and almost certainly will have ideas that wouldn't have even occurred to you. By trusting the process and showing that you trust the process, the door opens to deeper empathy among all of you. And the result is a truly collaborative planning process. All you need to do is loosen up, raise that head, and keep your, well, you know. So that's your challenge. As we come out of the crazy start of the spring semester and shift into longer term thinking, are you still focusing two feet in front of your tire? Or are you keeping your eyes forward so you can see the road ahead? And how will you stay focused out there when things start getting crazy? I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to get notified every time there's a new episode or have a colleague who might find these challenges useful, head over to kindleadershipchallenge.com to learn more and subscribe to the show via email or your favorite podcast app. Never doubt that day by day, you're building a better world, even if you can't see it yet. So until next time, stay kind now. Oh, one last thing. If you're ready to take on this week's challenge, but not sure how to start, head over to kindleadershipchallenge.com slash next to download the next steps checklist.